Hello, hello, it's Chandra, and welcome back to Sunshine on a Dime, the travel podcast bringing you resources, tips, and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality. Today, I am joined with Sherry, a world traveler who I met traveling in Costa Rica last year. Welcome, welcome. It's so awesome to catch up with you again and hear about all of the awesome things you've been doing since I saw you last. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so a question that I have uh, that I love to ask all my guests when they come on the show is, like, where are you in the world right now? Uh, so I actually just landed back in Toronto. Uh, yesterday was my first day back. And before that, I was in California for three months in San Diego. So Very cool. Well, welcome home. Settling back <laughs> in at home. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah, so today, um, Sherry and I are going to be talking about safety while traveling abroad, which is always, always a very important concern. All right. So, Sherry, how long have you been traveling? Uh, so, I started traveling winter of 2018, and basically, it was my first backpacking trip. I was with a friend who had done backpacking before, and uh, she basically invited me to come with her. And uh, we went on a backpacking trip to uh, Thailand and mm. Bali together. And so ever since then, I fell in love and got the travel bug. Yes. And I basically have been going every winter since <laughs> to a different destination and then coming back to Toronto in the summer, saving up and uh, doing it all over again each winter. Dang, that's really awesome. So didn't you have like an allotted time set off work to be able to take these like longer trips? Uh, yeah, so I'm really lucky with my job that they're very flexible uh, in letting me leave for the winters. I work at a restaurant as a server, so uh, the winters are a slow season, so it actually helps out the restaurant. And uh, as soon as I come back from a trip, like I got, I got back yesterday and I'm starting today. So Thanks. I love it for that sense. Very um, uh, easy to jump back in. And yeah. That's awesome. Um, so kind of starting off, as a female traveler, I'm wondering if you have ever felt like uncomfortable or safe while you've been abroad? Uh, so I, for the most part, I've always felt very safe. Uh, obviously, you have to be mindful of your surroundings and uh, yourself at all times. When you're, when you're abroad or in third world countries, especially um, people the locals are sometimes will yell things at you or I've had people um, come up to me in a store and take a picture just like stuff like that but I've never had anything uh, harmful happen to me traveling which I'm very grateful for. Yeah that is good but yeah something that kind of struck me um, on my first trip about kind of being like a younger female traveler abroad is mostly how different it is as traveling like as if you were a male traveler and I'm wondering if you've had a similar experience maybe traveling with males or observing this kind of difference while you've been abroad it's just a very different experience than traveling with a male so I was traveling in um Colombia and uh basically Central America with a male and it's obviously I had him as a safety blanket um but also when I was traveling with my uh my girlfriend uh same exact experience like you just have to be mindful and look up the areas you're going ahead of time and once you do uh I don't know we found it very safe as well yeah so then yeah how do you 
find that you maintain a sense of security while traveling? Like, I guess you mentioned before, and I've felt this as well, if you're traveling with a male, you have kind of like that security blanket, which is really nice. But um, when you're not, or when you are out traveling more on your own, how do you maintain that sense of security where you know you're keeping your head about you and you know that you're going to be safe? Yeah, so uh, when I'm traveling alone or uh, with another female, I just make sure to have like the buddy system, especially at night. I wouldn't uh, walk around alone at night on my own. Uh, And obviously, your travel buddy, you're not always with them, but it's you make friends with the hostel so you can always find people who are going out as well so just don't take that trip like if you're going out to the bar don't walk home alone at night uh by yourself also i found a huge thing is uh keep your location on on your phone and Mm -hmm. uh like uh there was one time actually in uh bali my friend drank too much and i actually ended up finding her over like searching her location on find my friends like i was hunting through all of Bali to find her um so that's a huge thing and also so people back home can uh, see your location as well that's a huge thing yeah no that's really important so um yeah the location thing is definitely something that I have used also with travel buddies um and even people back home as well to make sure that somebody knows where I am at all times do you have any other like tips or tricks or safety practices that you like to keep while you're abroad yeah, for sure. Uh, so I found that in my first travels, uh, the currency was a big thing. So uh, look up like what the currency is ahead of time, because often when you land in a new place, you are, your phone connection isn't working, you don't mm-hmm. have a SIM. Uh, so it's really good to know what the local currency is and how much an airport or a taxi from the airport would uh, cost because that is one of the number one scams I found when Mm -hmm. traveling is as soon as you land there's vultures at the airport trying to take your money so yes look up the look up the currency ahead of time look up how much things should cost Um, and another huge one is since you normally don't have internet connection right when you land there's an app called MapMe which I swear by yes (laughs) it is an offline uh, it's an offline map, and so when you're in a car, uh, make sure you the driver's going the right direction. You can have that up as well, just for that sense of security. Yeah. So that's a huge one. Yeah. No, MapsMe was, like, something I did not know about until coming into country for the first, like, into Costa Rica for the first time, and... Just for all the listeners who know, who understand it a little bit better, you can download like a country or a certain region or area while you are connected to internet. And then that means that when you're off the grid or you're offline, then you still are able to like map and direct yourself to different places. And it'll show you um, like even when I was hiking in like the rainforest, I still was able to connect to like some sort of GPS and know my location. So I guess that is also a really awesome way to use MapsMe, making sure that someone, if you're trusting someone to drive you somewhere, that they're heading in the right direction. That's really, really good. Um, And I've also found like, yeah, what you were saying about like the vultures at the airport, like when they're gonna pounce on you. I learned this pretty quick, I think when I was traveling, especially alone was to kind of, 
present myself in a way that I always kind of looked like I knew what I was doing, even if I was super lost. I'm wondering if like, is there a way that you present yourself differently while you're traveling versus like when you feel more like secure and safe out in public at home? Uh, yeah. So when I'm traveling, I, I definitely do a similar thing as you. Like you want to look like you know what's going on, look like you're not confused or lost at where you're going. You don't want to seem vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Um, take some deep breaths and, and, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna figure it out. And, uh, yeah, just try not to show it too much because then it's, it's an immediate target for someone, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that was like a big thing that I learned really fast was... Like, always make it look like you know what you're doing and where you're going, even if you have no idea. Because at the end of the day, you don't really know who's going to be trustworthy or not, especially in, like, yeah. a really fast-moving environment, like getting right off the airport and being in a completely new place. Exactly. Kind of jumping off of, like, like how to know who you – yeah, like, pretty much jumping off of how to know who can you trust. I feel like – it can be difficult sometimes to always kind of be on guard and question whose intentions are pure or like who you can trust, not even just strangers in public, but like friends that you're meeting um, while you're mm -hmm. abroad. I'm wondering how you've learned to find a balance between kind of like letting loose, having fun, like you were saying, you like to go out um, and like having fun with strangers that you're meeting and also making sure that you're kind of keeping your head about you at the same time. Yeah, for sure. So uh definitely traveling alone i have had to uh assess trust in people very quickly because i don't want to spend the whole time alone like i like right. to make friends do excursions with them go out with them but then uh, it's funny because i get myself into these situations and i'm like wow this is a complete stranger mm -hmm. <laughs> i think about it and i i've agreed to go on road trips all this stuff and i've i've thought about it and i've told friends though and they're like how could like how could you do that like uh because it is you're in a faraway place with someone you barely know but the biggest thing for me is i found like just going off people's vibes yeah you know uh so at the hostel there's so many other people just like you that just want to meet people and and experience new things and it's it's basically a vibe thing it's an unexplainable vibe check you mm -hmm. know and uh you're like i don't know this person but i know i'm safe and then there's other times where i've met people they've been so lovely um but just something was telling me like don't tell them where i'm staying you know don't tell them everything about my plans uh they're still they're all i've always met like nice people but yeah. there's just like uh certain times when you should keep your uh where your accommodation don't disclose where you're staying mm -hmm. uh to yourself you know more like that uh but it's also so, so many people that I've just uh, connected with so quickly and it's, it's crazy how early on I trusted them. Yeah, no, I agree. That was something that I kind of found too was that like that, yeah, that initial vibe check. And obviously yeah. you can't always tell if someone's going to be trustworthy off a of vibe check and you need to be obviously making sure that you're still being safe and doing like safe practices don't be disclosing where you're staying especially mm -hmm. I found a lot of people would ask me when I was out on my own like oh are you like with anyone are you traveling with anyone are you by yourself and I'd always be like oh yeah like I'm with my boyfriend or like I have a friend you always like never tell anyone that you are traveling by yourself um is what I found makes me feel a bit safer but at the same time like that like spontaneity of meeting someone new and like going off and traveling with them is an experience that 
is like so important as a traveler. So I think that there is definitely a balance between being safe and being too safe and kind of shutting yourself off from people because there is a lot of trust that does go into traveling because like you said, you're not going to want to be alone all the time. Kind of jumping off of that and like you're meeting lots of friends, you're also meeting all just like lots of people in general and I'm wondering how you can kind of feel out the line if you've ever been in a situation like this between like harmless flirting if you're meeting someone at a bar or in a hostel and you guys kind of click versus like potential danger. I do I do relate to that in a sense because when I was traveling alone, it's very easy to make friends with the other male travelers or mm-hmm. male locals. And the the fine line between that is I found often they were inviting me to things that I really wanted to do. Like, uh, they maybe they had a boat or maybe they were yeah. going on a hike. And I was like, wow, that sounds so amazing. But is it just me and this guy? I don't know if I can trust them. So that that's the tricky part about the, uh, going off with um, males that you meet while traveling because uh, you don't want it to seem like you going with them on these excursions is like a transactional thing that you're going to be with them or hook up with them and like you owe them something in a way Mm. um yeah no because i definitely have experienced that before where like there's all these like awesome offers and you're like, whoa, that's amazing. Like, that sounds great. I'm going to go, you know, yeah. on a boat or I'm going to go, they're going to take me on an, an awesome hike or on an excursion for free. And you do have to think about, like, obviously you never owe someone anything in return. But if there is that expected something, then that makes the situation really awkward or tense at the end. Um, I'm still, I guess, trying to figure out that balance between mm-hmm. like sometimes understanding like if that's something that someone expects when they're inviting you somewhere of like okay I don't have to or just being like shutting that down and not going which sucks sometimes yeah. but yeah uh yeah it's important to like ask those questions before you go like if they're giving you that offer mm-hmm. and uh another thing like even phrase it in a way or ask them is it okay if I bring a friend from a hostel even if you don't have a friend yeah. from a hostel just like to see what their reaction is or That's how smart. how they answer that question you know uh and if they're being too pushy that it's just you and them and you're getting not the right vibe check yeah maybe you shouldn't go mm-hmm. no I agree I think that if it's just gonna be you and another guy then you gotta make sure that it's either somewhere public enough Mm-hmm. Like they're not taking you deep into the woods or yeah. out into the middle of the ocean with just the two of you or you're making sure like, oh, hey, like, can I bring a friend or like, are you going to be bringing anyone else? Making sure that you can bring someone along and mm-hmm. hope that that is OK, because, yeah, there definitely were situations um, that my friend Dave and I ran into where we were um, very, very close to taking really awesome offers and then last minute like her mom we were like talking to her mom and she's like what are you guys doing like do not do that we were like oh yeah you're probably right that's probably not the best (laughs) idea um 
Do you um, like travel with any form of protection when you're out traveling? So I don't. I know that's probably uh, <laughs> not popular opinion. Uh, I have not, uh, but I do know other people and people I've traveled with who have their little pepper spray in their purse, which I think is an amazing idea, mm -hmm. uh, or a little Swiss Army knife, something like that. I think these are all um, uh, good safety measures to take when traveling, especially if you're on your own. Um, no, yeah, I would say that <laughs> Deva and I, we each brought a pepper spray. Unfortunately, I lost my pepper spray in the oh, trip, man. which was a bummer. But um, we, in a previous episode, we were talking about packing and what Dave and I would always do is we always had what we called the knife, which was like a fork knife spoon combo thing that was actually oh, yeah. really, really sharp. So I would always keep it in my fanny pack like if we wanted to like have a snack. But then I just, I always, I know this sounds kind of ridiculous, but I always felt like a lot safer when I had that in my bag. Just because, like, <laughs> just in case, you know, I have I have my spinife. Um, but, yeah, I would um, definitely recommend. I just personally, I've always felt a lot safer knowing that I have something on me that could get me out of a sticky situation if I needed it. I don't know how effective this yeah. knife would be, but having pepper spray or, like, a little <laughs> actual, like, pocket knife um, is good. And I know that sounds kind of scary to, like think about needing something like that but like in reality it is a good thing I think to think about yeah I don't know it even just gives you a sense of like more calmness to have it on you yeah so. hey hey if you're not doing so already please give us a follow on instagram at sunshine dime podcast and in the bio you can find our website blog and tiktok as well but yeah, so I also kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about, you mentioned that um, you've been to like many, many countries now since 2018. And jumping off of what you were saying earlier about like being cognizant of different cultures, um, how do you go about asking and showing that you are interested in learning about different cultures and making sure that you aren't being disrespectful um, or getting yourself into awkward situations in country if you don't really understand different cultures yeah so it's just about uh, being open the whole time and mm -hmm. non-judgmental when you are inquiring about different uh, cultures um, it, it's, it's about asking questions to people in a way that yeah there's no judgmental you're just genuinely um, curious about learning their culture and uh, just really let them show you their way of living yeah. No, I think that's really important is like showing that you don't know everything and showing that you are open to learning. Yeah. Um, do you speak any other languages? Uh, I do not. Mm -hmm. uh, I picked up a little bit of Spanish when I was uh, traveling in Mexico and Central America. Mm -hmm. uh, but I basically got by by just doing um, Google Translate mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh towards the end like I knew basically I knew the numbers which was really helpful for when I was buying things and uh I knew how to uh say a lot of the food items for ordering at restaurants yeah. and stuff like that so you do pick it up especially Spanish um when I was traveling in Asia uh the, the language barrier was so insane mm -hmm. um but Google Translate is a lifesaver 
Yeah. So how do you like? So I've never traveled um, in a country where I don't speak the language, but that is definitely something that myself and I'm sure a lot of listeners out there have been thinking about. Is like the reason that I've been traveling a lot to Latin America is because I do speak Spanish, and so I feel a bit safer and more comfortable traveling to those places. But in the future, when myself and other people want to travel to a country where like let's say I don't speak a word of the language. Yeah, I guess how do you make sure that you're able to stay safe and not look like that, like what we were talking about earlier, like that lost tourist, especially when it's obvious that you don't speak the language? When you don't know the language at all, uh, it is a little unsettling because you never know what people are saying around you, mm-hmm. um, especially when you have to converse with taxi drivers and restaurants. Uh, owners, servers. Um, when you check into your accommodation, it can be quite confusing because the language barrier is so strong, and uh, sometimes they're just trying to communicate something to you. And uh, gestures are a huge thing as well. Body language. Okay. Uh, picking up off um, certain just like body body movements, and uh, there's, there's so many universal signs for things these days, like bathroom money all those things that they understood me more than I was expecting to just by like when I was giving a gesture you know mm-hmm. um yeah just be patient with it uh there obviously will be a barrier a yeah. language barrier um but it is possible like I I have been to many many countries that uh English is not their primary language and you get by you somehow you make it work yeah that's amazing. That is that I guess is a bit reassuring for me because there are definitely places like you were saying Bali that I obviously don't speak the language um, and I definitely want to see one day. What have you found? Like, do you always assume that people will speak English? Do you kind of like try first to speak with them in their language? Kind of going off of what we were talking about earlier about like being conscious of other cultures Um, Because I know that English is a predominantly spoken language and um, that there are a lot of places in the world that speak it. But how do you find that balance between assuming people maybe will speak English and trying to be conscious of respecting their culture and that you are like a foreigner in their country? Yeah, you never want to go up to someone and just assume they speak English or try to speak to them in English and get frustrated when they can't converse back with you so you never want to go up to someone and uh in a foreign country and just expect them to know english right there's no expectation for them to know your local language when you're traveling in their country so i would go up to someone uh i often knew minor words like hello how to converse like that to start Mm -hmm. the conversation and um uh, a great thing to learn in the native language is I, I speak English and you just say that and mm. if they respond in English then you know and if they don't then continue to converse them on a, some sort of translator app um, or something like that yeah but um, yeah so for any listeners who don't know what a local sim is like what is it how do you get one yeah yeah so um, basically in your cell phone, there's a SIM card, which uh, comes with your phone. A lot of the phones these days come unlocked, so it's not an issue to get your phone unlocked before you travel anymore. Or if you do have an older phone, uh, you basically have to call your provider and 
ask to get it unlocked, I think you might have to pay for it. But most of them are unlocked these days. And you basically pop out your SIM card from wherever you're from and put in a local SIM, which you can find at most convenience stores. Uh, or there's even just like little stands around where you buy a local SIM and then they ask you what sort of plan you want. Mm -hmm. And whenever that happens, I just get the one with the most data because it's the most universal, will help you in any situation. And like I said, like using Zoom or FaceTime, Instagram call, that's all over the internet anyhow. So Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the local SIM is key. And then you also have local calling. So you have a local number, if uh, your accommodation needs to call you, if you have to call a taxi, like, mm. it's much, much easier yeah. with a local sim. Okay, that sounds really helpful. All right, well, is there anything else that you want to add about, like, safe traveling, being culturally conscious, or, like, any tips for anyone, including me, about, like, um, traveling to a new place where you don't know the language or as a solo female, um, just how to do it how to feel good and excited and safe yeah so the number one thing is obviously just being like mindful of yourself your surroundings and your belongings Mm. uh something we haven't touched on yet is is obviously uh belongings you want to make sure to bring lots of locks with you when you're traveling uh i find it best to bring the little locks to lock your luggage but also a big padlock because especially if you're staying in uh, hostels, they'll have those lockers and uh, those padlocks just always come in such handy mm-hmm. um, when traveling. And also to keep your very important essential uh, items on you at all times. So yeah. if you have a fanny pack, keep your passport, keep your money, keep your cell phone in that fanny pack. Um, and just whatever items you absolutely cannot lose with you mm-hmm. at all times. I also find it helpful to um, to bring photocopies of your passport uh, on a piece of paper and yeah. photocopy and keep that in a different spot. So in case anything does happen to your passport, you have that backup photocopy, which will make things exponentially better if uh, you were to lose your passport. I had a friend that lost hers oh. um, and she had a photocopy. So it was, it was okay. Um, but yeah, she was, she was traveling in Central America and lost her passport. So keep keep a yes. keep a copy. Very very important. Um, yeah, definitely keep a copy, and yeah, just being uh, careful of your belongings because because a huge safety issue, or the one of the biggest safety issues that does come up when traveling is pickpocketers. People yeah. that steal your stuff. Yeah, just locks is a huge thing. Also, uh, one funny story and looking back at it now but it wasn't funny at the time uh our car got robbed in mexico hmm. so i would just say don't leave important stuff in your car we also one time uh got our keys or we, we lost our keys in the trunk mm-hmm. we had to call someone and this is a different spot in mexico to come uh open our car and we saw firsthand how easily they can break into your car really it took him 20 seconds to pick that lock Mm -hmm. and open the door so yeah especially if you have a rental car with uh lower safety features uh, or like older safety features just yeah be mindful of leaving stuff in your car and also when you're taking overnight buses be mindful of leaving your belongings under the bus that's a huge thing 
yeah. Yeah. Another thing that um, I think people had kind of told me I wanted to get your opinion on this was like the way that you present yourself outwardly, like in terms of like wearing flashy jewelry or like a really nice yeah. watch. Is that something that you have been conscious of as well? Of course. I I would never wear anything flashy when mm -hmm. I'm traveling. Nothing flashy. If you're a male or a female, no flashy watches. Yep. Uh, I don't wear jewelry, but no, nothing shiny jewelry. I wouldn't wear that. Even so much as walking around at night, I won't bring my cell phone out because you just don't want uh, people to see what you have on you. No fancy purses. Yeah, I just find it, it's uh, safer to just be simple with mm -hmm. your accessories and your belongings when traveling. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and like telling us some essential safety things because a lot of listeners have been asking about like safety as either a female traveler or as a traveler because whereas I like to what I have experienced as a traveler is like the human condition anywhere in the world is that people are good people are just intrinsically good people but that doesn't mean that you can't trust everyone you meet like that you can trust everyone you meet yeah wishing you wishing you all of the luck in your future travels which it sounds like you will not be stopping anytime soon definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me yeah all right well thanks so much mm -hmm.